Focus up, nerds. That's the wrong introduction. Oh my goodness. What is <laughs> Talks, it? You, you can't be telling people to focus up and slipping up like that, mate. What is what is the thing? Hello, my friends, and welcome. No, no, it's just welcome, isn't it? Welcome, welcome. my friends, to yeah. Scry Me a River, the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your... I need to solve my own problems of remembering which intro is which. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, little, uh, little off the cuff this morning. I mean, next week it's going to be, what's going on, mate? And then, oh dear. Anyway. Hey, guys. I Dennis? have noticed that you are significantly more Australian on Half Hour's History than you are on any of your other media. Do you, do you want to know why? Is it because you recorded upside down? It's because I've got it hanging from the roof like Spider Man. <laughs> no, it's because there's not another non-Australian person on the stream on the on the call. You should listen to me when I talk to my mum or my brother, and my sister. Yeah. So, so I, when you like, talk when you when you talk to me, do you trend towards my accent? I think I just trend towards more neutral. Like I think the accent yes. becomes l- like less less pronounced, right? Well, that's for that, that's that's ostensibly true. I'm just wondering because like, I do that with people. Like if I speak to an American person mm. for too long, I start to adopt an American accent. Yeah. Right, something's, something's changed in my life in that regard. What's that? I call it an elevator now, and I don't no, care for it. No, it's a lift, mate. I mean, it, uh, uh, I, I used to, one time I was mad about this, and I was like, yeah. oh, it's called a lift. It lifts things. It doesn't elevate. Oh, no, I suppose it does it elevate do, It does elevate well. them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does elevate them, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not like the full code switching that you, 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 know, you see with people who have, like, wildly different accents, where, depending on who they talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, yeah, I do go from kind of... Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee. Well, it's never that. It's yeah, not, it kind of is that bad. Especially when, well, when I'm talking to my brother. Oh, mate, my brother. Me bro- oh, my brother and I. Bloody hell, we get stuck right into it, eh? Um, yeah, and it mystifies. Like Megan, my girlfriend, she has the same thing when she talks to her like grandpa. Her grandpa is incomprehensible. Yeah, and when just, you know, whenever she calls her grandpa on the phone, she just she. It sounds like a. It sounds like she's Billy Connolly. Sounds like, got, sounds she, like she, has, she has got something stuck in her throat. She sounds like Billy Connolly making fun of Scots. That's how bad oh, it gets. Wow. Anyway. Oh, Riley, I have a, so I have a challenge for you. Okay. So a while ago, I stole your podcast URL, as you recall. Okay. I already like where this is going because I assume this is going to end in you asking me to do something like the challenge, whatever the challenge is, right? uh And then I get the URL back. So Dennis, let me tell you from the outset. Okay, great. Let me tell you, I'm very interested. I'm very interested. Because we we did the whole thing where we set the price randomly between seven hundred bucks or whatever, which was even by my own admission patently unreasonable. You're not getting five hundred fifty five dollars for for. So I thought long and hard about this. If the real currency is off the table, I want to see what Riley time currency I can get out of this. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, you've got. You know, I've been pressuring you to play like League of Legends for a long time. I said maybe I should get Riley to play League of Legends to get. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. That's just kind of sad. That's a little bit me being like, oh, I'll give you back your website if you just hang out with me. So no, no, no. No, no. <laughs> okay, no, right, no, right, right. no, no. I thought about making you play Metal Gear Solid, but that's just an overtly enjoyable experience. So I'm not really gonna. I don't get much out of that. Wait, hang on. What you? Oh, you don't want me to play Metal Gear Solid because you're worried I'll enjoy it. Well, no, I don't want to burn this on that. I think eventually you might play Metal Gear anyway because it's a great game. So I'm not gonna burn this. Okay. On that. All right. All right. All right. But I know that you're a little bit of a scaredy cat. <laughs> Like, you don't okay. like horror movies, and in particular, you don't like horror video games, oh, right? Oh, no, 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 no. So, no, and then no, I got to thinking. No, no, no. I was like, no. what's the most efficient horror game I can ask Riley to play? And I was like, well, I could get to play, like, Outlast or, like, Amnesia or something or, like, Dead Space. I was like, well, Dead Space is pretty empowering. You have a bunch of big okay. guns and stuff. I see where this is going, Dennis, and let me tell you, I'm coming. I was, at the beginning, my interest levels, very uh-huh. high. Uh-huh. Very uh-huh. high. I uh-huh. thought, uh-huh. yep, a challenge and maybe, I don't know, eating something, doing something dumb, like, yeah. you know, posting feet pics, all that sort of stuff. More or less, I will ridicule myself. I will, I will make a fool of myself doing more or less anything. But let me tell you, Dennis, the longer this conversation goes on, 
the less the, my, the my enthusiasm's waning. My yeah. interesting is waning very swiftly. Let me tell you that. Okay, because I see where this is heading. I don't like it. So the game I think that fits the bill the best is probably Resident Evil Seven because it's a very scary game. I, I mean, I've played it. I play a lot of scary games. I think Resident Evil 7 is actually quite a scary game. It's very, very disempowering. It's one of those, like, man, I only have three bullets at any given time kind of games. I hate this. But most importantly, no, I hate it's this. long, man. It's like a 10 or 11 hour game. It's not like oh. one and done. Like, Outlast you can beat in 90 minutes if you needed to. So, Oh, but I, let's do Outlast. No. Oh, don't make me play Outlast, Dennis. No, 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 Riley. No, don't make to, me I play Outlast. To, I want you to play and stream, and I'll join you for the stream. I have to stream it? Yeah, I have to stream. Oh, how much else will I know? I want you to play and stream Resident Evil 7, lights okay. off, headphones on, whole kit and caboodle. Counter-offer. Counter-offer, Dennis. Counter-offer. I'll play it in my own time, like privacy in my own home, time and that sort of stuff, and I'll give you my word as a gentleman that I did it. Uh, I'm afraid that is that is not worth. It's not going to cut it, mate. Oh, it's worth a try. <laughs> my word as a gentleman is not worth I'll be, there, I'll be there to goad and mock and like. Make oh, fun great. I'll join no, you for every good. stream. No, no that'll problem. make it even better. So you're gonna you you'll call in to the stream and just yeah, make yeah, fun yeah. of me while I'm I'm you know crapping my dax in abject terror. But on credit roll, I will I will rescind my ownership of halfhousehistory.com to you. I have to, Dennis, you know I hate horror games. You really do. I really don't want to do this. I really, like, okay, a lot of people really like horror, right? And that's Uh fine. Like, good on you. If you're into horror, that sort of thing. Like, some people like sitting in a a dark room and just making themselves feel scared. And I can't relate to that. But, you know, you do you. There's no judgment here from me. But I hate, like, I don't, I don't want to, like, I don't, I, I don't think I've ever watched a horror film. Like, I don't I think I've ever watched... Like, I remember I went to around at my friend Adrian's place one time, and they're watching Paranormal Activity. And it was just the bit at the beginning where there's, like, a shot of the pool from the security camera and a shot of the kids sleeping. And even that scared the bejesus out of me because I knew they were watching a horror film and I was just like, I don't want to... Like this. So I left. Mm. And, like, you... How long is it? Like 10 hours, 11 hours. I can't even do that in one stream. It's going to be, like, it's going to be, like, two It's going to take a month, Yeah. <laughs> I really don't want to do this. Look, that's the offer on the table. Can we, go back, to the, can, can we go back to $555? Is that off the table now? <laughs> oh, well, well, no, no, that's off the table. Because oh. if you ask me if I'd pay $500 to watch you play Resident Evil, I think the answer is probably yes. Oh. Like, people are going people are people are to be like, oh, Resident Evil 7 is not scary. You should have gotten to play X game. And like, yeah, I'm sure getting ready to play Fatal Frame or whatever would have been great, but it would not have made a great streaming experience because A, most of these people think, people think are scary are super, super, super old. And B, I know Riley very well. I think Resident Evil 7 is exactly the right level of like mixture of stress and action and like just i think it's i think it's perfect okay is it an action-based game because actually like uh, like to be to be really honest like i don't find action like for example um gears of war or like halo that sort of stuff they've got like creepy monsters and no 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 no, 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 no. those are those are games designed to empower the player these games are not these games designed uh, to disempower the player i mean the thing that you said before about like what was it three bullets and a yeah are we talking like you know a torch that's about to lose its battery it's and, that it's much more uh, that kind of game yes no 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 it's a great game for what it's worth resident evil oh, 7 yeah no i'm sure it is dennis i'm sure it is i'm you sure know, that- you want to know a fun fact about resident evil 7 okay go on so resident evil, resident evil is called resident evil in the western world yeah and it's called biohazard originally in japan 
Okay. When they went to release it in the US, I think, I believe there was some other game or some other copyright on the word biohazard. Okay. Because the word Resident Evil doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> yeah, it was like evil that like lives somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so, but this, in this case, in seven, they've actually fused the names. So here, yeah. the game is called Resident Evil 7, semicolon, biohazard. And in Japan, biohazard. it's called biohazard 7, colon, Resident Evil. Oh. That's very good. I like, I like cute, that. Yeah. I enjoy that symmetry. I think that's the only thing I'm going to like about the game. Dennis, my question is, will I miss out on all the important plot points because I haven't played one through six? Uh, no. Honestly, oh. it has almost nothing to do with any of the other games. Oh, that's a that's a that's Genuinely, a small, that's a small it genuinely has at almost least. nothing to do with any of them. Oh, I've just thought of something. What's that? You said it's long, right? Mm-hmm. I can look up speedruns. Sure. You I could. Can, wait, no, but that involves me watching people play horror games. I don't want to do that either. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> oh, that's that's me, man. oh no. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, I accept your terms, you monster. Sold, baby. I don't want to have to. I I really don't want to do this, but I do want half. And I get it back. Like you're not. There's no trick. There's no, no trick, like. No I trick. get it back. On credits roll, I will transfer the GoDaddy ownership to you. Okay. All right. Okay. That's good. It's very bad, but. It's better than... I mean, I don't like horror films, but I don't like not having money even more. (laughs) (laughs) $555, baby! Wait, who's buying Resident Evil? You have to buy it. I have to buy it. All right. $525, baby! I don't know how much it is. How old is this game? Uh, Like two or three years. Oh, okay. A little more. All right. That's not too bad, then. Resident Evil 7 is a survival horror game released 2017. 2017. So that's going to be like what? Like... 30 bucks, 40 bucks? Yeah, probably. Yeah, great. All right. Oh, mate. All right. I'm swimming in cash. All right. I'm going to have to... Um... You know you didn't earn the money. You just didn't spend it, right? Those aren't the same thing. Oh, but do, uh, Dennis, do they not say that a penny saved is a penny earned? Oh, there's some serious screenshots in this game. I there. don't want to know about it, Dennis. Um, th- this is... Okay, I want, to hear from the, I want to hear from the listener now. What's the, what's the strategy? For other horror-averse people now, what do I do? Do I go in blind or do I go through and like meticulously look up and learn the game to be less scared by it when I'm playing? It's like, ah, no, this is where the, you know, the face-eating monster is going to jump out from behind this. I'm still mm. going to crap my dax. Like, it doesn't matter. Even if I know, even if I knew, even if you were there being like, oh, watch out around this corner, there's going to be like a, the monster's going to come around with the tentacles. And I'm just be like, well... I'm still going to absolutely hate it. Yeah, it doesn't help you. Yeah, yeah. Dennis, I can't swear on my stream. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dennis, I just realized I like I have a very carefully cultivated PG image. That's it's going to ruin window, that. Mate. It's going to ruin window, that. Mate. Oh, mate. Okay, well, twitch.tv slash Radicary Tower. When are we doing this? Uh, I'm free whenever you want, baby. Whenever you want. Oh, I hate this so much. All right, we'll keep an eye on my Twitter because I'll post when this is. I, get a, I guess i got to buy and download. The, the game and oh god Dennis this is oh man alright Riley you know who I have to thank for teaching me about value and getting the most you can out of a situation and yeah. ingenuity and adaptiveness yeah holding holding people over a barrel yep 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 is the the fine content the fine strategy content of channelfireball.com right that's what did I you learn that, that did you learn did you learn all the all all of this at Channel Fireball all my, all my all my grifts man yeah. all primo Channel Fireball yeah. grifts <laughs> How to run the con yeah, for channelfub.com. Yeah. I mean, they do teach you that because they themselves do basically allow you to con them. Yes. They still haven't they still haven't figured out how generous the buy list is. They still mm. haven't figured out how generous it is to be um uh you know giving providing endless content for people to enjoy, especially in times like this. Now, you know, 
now, with all, you know, all jokes aside, now is a very important time for CFB. Um, yes. the, the sales have been suspended from the website. I believe mm-hmm. the buy list is also... Um, no, they're both... You can, still, you can still buy cards. They just won't ship until they're back in business. Okay, okay, okay. So now is the time to very seriously consider support, supporting something like CFB.com. This podcast would not exist. Without Channel yes, Fireball, this podcast true. would 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 be a, a, a twinkle in our respective eyes, Dennis. A fart in the wind. It would be a fart in the wind. Although that would be a pretty good podcast. <laughs> I, I do like fart, uh, premium fart content. Um, but Channel Fireball.com makes this sort of stuff possible. Um, and if if you know if this is a time where a lot of people are stuck for something to do, and uh, Channel Fireball and Channel Fireball events are solving that problem for people stuck in their homes around the world with Magic Fest Online mm-hmm. with reams of content, content with videos yep. articles all sorts of stuff there um and so if you know please do consider supporting them in in their time of need this is uh this is a very difficult time for businesses all around the world and, and channel yep. 5 is not exempt from a lot of the very harsh economic realities of, of this situation with COVID 19 so keep that in mind that's all we ask Riley, will we get into some, into some Magic the Gathering-based advice? Let's get into some Magic the Gathering-based advice, Dennis, while I sit here and slowly cogitate how I can... I'm, what I'm going to do, I'm going to have to tell you, what I'm, I mean, I need to level with you. I'm going to very carefully check the tape. I'm going to go over this while editing. I'm going to see if there are any loopholes. Oh, looking for the loopholes. Like, I'm, I'm going to go on loophole hunters here and look for the loopholes in... Because you said when the credits roll... I get right. the thing. So here's 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 the deal. I need you to play every frame of this game. You can't just well, play me a YouTube, a YouTube a YouTube video. I can't of play the credits. Every, I can't play every frame of the game. That's not reasonable. Because there because there's different possibilities. Yeah, exactly. Like, You're like, all right, time to stand in the back left corner and turn to the right, and then step forward <laughs> exactly, to the left. Yeah, I can't right. imagine every frame. But I'll be listen. I'll be carefully checking the tapes. I'll be carefully checking the tapes. See, there's any way okay. that I can get out of okay. this with my with my URL intact. Anyway, as you say, let's get into it. Let's get into the advice. Gibson Cat writes in Roddy and says, Hello, I have an MTG Wait, advice hang on, question. Hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Gibson Cat didn't write in. What? Gibson Cat like retweets everything. That, like, Gibson Cat's one of the biggest fans that yeah. I've had for a long time. Yeah. I, haven't got, yeah. I didn't get anything from Gibson Cat. What? No, no, no. I got the DM, Riley. How did you get the DM from Gibson Cat? Because, Riley, oh. hello, I have an MTG advice question for the best MTG advice podcast host in the game. Are you joking me? Gibson, Gibson Cat fri- friendship say, now ended with Gibson Cat. Go on, go on. <laughs> I'm a go big on, believer. Dennis. I'm a big believer in house rules, which to me means the rules of the literal house you're playing in. My playgroup feels instead that house rules must be agreed on by all the players. Hmm. I say this is only true of playing on neutral ground. Wow, like an LGS. <laughs> Otherwise, if we're at your house, we play by your rules. If we're at my house, we play by mine. Who is right? Thanks again for taking the time, Riley. Like, oh, come on. Like I said, ah. you're the best energy podcast host out there. Dennis is okay, too. Oh, he got me. He gripped See, me, Riley. Dennis, this is, you know what? I'm not even surprised you ran headfirst in this one. For those of you who don't who oh, don't know explo- this dynamic with Dennis, me. Dennis never reads Anything. the questions. He never reads, <laughs> like, we'll do top five. And I'm like, have you watched the clips? And he'd be like, yep. I go, all right, well, let's begin because there's going to be a really funny one when there's a twist at the end that you don't expect. And he's like, oh, and this looks like it's... Go- oh, wait, no. Sorry, Riley. We have to do it again because the other person... Yeah. I'm like, yeah, the other person did win. Nah, Dennis I doesn't want, I, want, I, want, I want my cunts to be fresh off the dome, pouring fresh out of my neurons straight into the microphone, mate. Dennis doesn't... Oh, mate, and you've, you've been hoist by your own patati. Anyway. Yeah. Who uh, is Gibson, right? Gibson, Gibson Cat sounds like a dad here. Like, my house, my, look, if we're if it's my roof, as yeah. long as you're living under my roof, it's, that means no soul rings, mate, all right? Like, so, 
I think I agree with Gibson Cat's friends, honestly. I, I, I don't, I don't to... like doing this to, to our, our revered listeners, especially yeah. not someone like who's like an old guard Riley Cree Tower fan like uh, Gibson Cat. Uh, but no, I think Gibson Cat's wrong here. I think so too. I think house rules is does not literally refer to the house in which you are in. Like that's not, it's, it is, it's rules that are agreed upon by all players. You know, it's not like, oh, it's my PlayStation, so I'm always player one. That's a very different situation. Well, no, it is my PlayStation and I'm always player one, mate. You get the Mad Cats controller. Let's but just that's, get that. But that, this is what I'm, I'm saying. It's not that. Mm-hmm. It's not that, right? Like if you, all right, all right. So let's talk about this for, for, from a perspective like, Actually, you know what? There are some house rules that you can enforce in your house, right? It depends on what the rules are. If you're talking about like a soft ban or, or, or even a hard ban, uh, like house rule bannings on, on in an EDH group, yeah, like everyone has to agree. You can't just turn up, you know, someone can't turn up with their, you know, um, Titania deck and you say, oh, sorry, Titania is bound. <laughs> Within this like 300 square meter property, yeah, yeah. yeah it's banned. No, it's not like that. Um, but for example, no drinks on the table. Right, rules that affect the actual house. Yeah, yeah, sure, fine. Yeah. So it depends on the, it depends on the nature of the rule. If it's like, for example, here's a very good house rule: shoes off before you come inside. You shoes off or shoes on, person. Well, can I tell you the story about me having shoes off and shoes on? Right, mm-hmm. in Australia, at least in my experience, it's very normal to leave your shoes on inside. Right, yes. very normal in Australia to leave your shoes because on. of all the poisonous, horrifying creatures running around. That, that, you know, they don't they don't restrict their their, their territory. No, it does not respect uh, house house rule uh, house rules house walls. Nothing, Dennis. Yeah, giant spiders don't care about your um your EDH house rules. I moved to Berlin and moved in with a couple of Swedes. Right in a uh, in an apartment. And uh, I just would cut about the house in my shoes. It was very normal. Da da da. You know that sort of stuff. Anyway. You know, we got on well, and it was fine. We had there was there were no issues between us. But then Adam came to me one time, and he's like, "Hey, man, listen, I just want to um, just need to address something with you." Like, very serious. I'm like, "Oh, am I leaving like you know dirt in the like? Am I like leaving dishes unwashed? Am I leaving mm. the bathroom in a mess? What am I doing?" And he goes, "Yeah, I just want to ask you, can you like take your shoes off before you come into the house?" And he said, he asked me, Dennis, in the same tone. With as much as if, venom as you just gave me. Wow. Yeah, he's like, he's like, can you stop, like, Being smearing a barbarian. your spe- Yeah, can you stop smearing feces all over the bathroom mirror? As if I was doing something that was so disgusting. I'm like, oh, uh, sure. He's just like, yeah, it's just, like, a little weird for you to wear shoes in the house. And I was like, okay, sure. All right, yeah, I'll stop taking my... But, like, the yeah, the venom, the passion that he said it with. And then I realized what it is. Something very simple. It's snow. Oh. That's all it is. It's just snow. When I went, I went to and visited a friend of mine in Norway. They have an entire room in the front yes, of their house yes, yes. just for shoes, right? So you, it's like the shoe room and you mm. take it off there and it's got like the, the, the racks, racks, like drying yeah. racks and, and brushes and stuff like that. And I, 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 live, I, live, I lived in a country where it just doesn't snow, right? And so you, you never have wet, dirty shoes. Like it doesn't rain that much. It's not like you don't track mud through the house in Australia most of the time. Because right, most no, my, of the time. My, see, I've, I, I, I have been rebellious in my shoe policy. Go on. My parents were shoes off people through and through. Mm, mm. But now, since then, obviously, I'm an adult man now. I've moved out. I have my own place. Mm. I'm a shoes on kind of guy now for the, yeah. a, lot, a lot of the time. Do what you want. Now, so look, if I come in and my shoes are uncomfortable, I'll take my shoes off. Mm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna beat around the bush there. Yeah. But generally speaking, I think I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I think it's okay for people. Like you, you've been to my house. You're like, I take my shoes off, and I was like, your call. Yeah. 
And I think I did because because of that, you know, okay, when I was like, oh, how old was I? Five, maybe? I remember being in a blockbuster video. That 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 dates the story. That dates the story, yeah. Just and like we, it I dates was, the movie at the start of Captain Marvel. I was, which you haven't you seen it, but yeah, go ahead. I don't know where I got it from, but I was put I put a plastic bag on my head like a like a hat, right? Anyway, my mum came over and she snatched it. Do not do that. Do not ever put a plastic bag on your head. And I was like, whoa. Loretta, like Loretta came over, smacked you upside the head. No, she didn't do that. She definitely didn't hit me. But uh, she did, um, uh, yeah, she did uh, put a, she did like put the absolute oh, the total fear, fear into me, right? Mm-hmm. Total, like I was terrified, right? And ever since then, it, put, it had such a big impact on me that I've never put a plastic bag on my head ever since because it's scary. You're and an Adam, adult human. You're an adult man, man. How, how, rec- how often would you I recreationally want to put a plastic bag on your head? is what I'm saying. I still remember the I fear. And, Dan- and, and, and Adam having a go at me like that, right, about the shoes in the house, I've still got the fear of Adam into me. And so I don't. I always now take off my shoes as soon as I come inside. Can I tell you a, a similar story that happened to me? So, go on. And we'll, ha- we'll have to circle back to Gibson Cat and also we'll come back to right, cut some of the questions we have planned for the rest of this episode. <laughs> we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. When I was young, my mom told me that, right, I'm going to tell you, Riley, what the advice she gave me. And I want you to try and reverse engineer okay, what, yeah, what happened to her to give, make her think this was the case. See, th- when you said, I've got a challenge for you, this is much more my speed. I was yeah. really having something like this. My mom used to tell me that if you got fish in your hair, it would fall out. Now, I know that sounds like a Chinese proverb, but she meant it as literal advice. Wait, if you get fish in your hair, the fish will fall out or your hair no, will fall out? No, the hair will fall out. Oh, that's much scarier. If you get fish she in your hair, don't worry, it'll fall out. All yeah, right. well, I mean, that's true. She took, when I, if I had a, she'd make me a tuna sandwich and she'd make me vigorously wash my hands afterwards because if I got some fish oil in my hair, the hair would fall out. That was the advice? Yes. I thought it was like, Dennis, don't stick your head into the aquarium. Dennis, no, no, don't no, no, dunk no, no, yourself are... into the fishbowl. No, 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 no. That's how she made you wash your hands? No, no, no. That was not to wash my hands because she was specifically about it after we'd eaten fish. I've the not, reason, what? Riley, she told me was that a girl came into her school one morning yeah. with three bald spots on her head. Right? Yeah. And it's because her mother had been frying a fish and like turning it over in the pan or whatever. Yeah. And then the girl came over to look and her mother put her hand on top of the girl's head to turn her away. Yeah. And where the fish oil touched that girl's no. head, her hair fell out. No. There's no, no way, way that happened. That doesn't make any sense. That's just not even possible. I was like, okay, so let's let's imagine a world where the fish oil was so hot it burned the girl. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Right? It's like, oh, this is going to be a tragedy. What is, what is her mother like in that yeah. case? Some sort of like infernal demon that yeah, is like and just, asbestos-skinned horror. Exactly. Yeah, and just washing the, like washing this fish in boiling oil. I was just thinking, yeah, and to the, for, so until I was maybe ten or eleven, I was like, oh, I can't get fish in your hair, mate. Your hair fall out. You crazy? Can't yeah, 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 yeah. It's one of those things like the poop knife. Have you heard of the poop knife? No. This is a famous story on Reddit. This isn't. This isn't a oh, lie. original. Yeah, the poop ahead. knife. Yeah. Someone who grew up th- grew up thinking that it was normal to have a knife in your toilet in, in your bathroom to to slice a jobby in half if it was too big to flush. And then when he was like twenty something at his girlfriend's place, came down and said, "Oh, sorry, I couldn't find the poop knife, so I wasn't." And they're like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> that is not a thing." Anyway, Gibson Cat, if you've got a poop knife in your house and you insist on people using it, that is fine. But house yeah, rules no, for I like- I think this is, I think, and we say this a lot in this podcast, I think that this is a letter of the law, spirit of the law kind of thing. Just yeah. because they're called house rules does not yeah. mean they're confined to four brick walls. So, I mean, the, the purpose of house rules is to be like, look, we're all sitting here. If we decide that soul ring is banned, yep. mm-hmm. Sheldon Menorah isn't going to kick in the door and be like, what are you guys doing in here? You know, <laughs> we can play however we want. Yeah. 
And 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 all the commander committee stuff all advise play the game the way you want to play it for the most yep. part, right? We're yep. just trying to give a guideline to people. And look, if you're like if you're big into like dad fet and you enjoy people coming around and like you know talking to them like you're, a, you're again like you said, Dennis, you know you tuck in your polo shirt, you've got your, Bir- your Birkenstocks mm. on and your socks, and you enjoy saying in these under these under this roof under these four walls like that sort of thing, then you know again we're not going to tell you not to do that. You do you, but. When your playgroup starts behaving like rebellious teenagers, you know, don't blame them. Maybe that's what you want. Right. Maybe that's what you want. This is giving me inspiration. Go on. So Gibson Cat, this is one of the first times I think we've disagreed with the person who wrote in the questions. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Gibson Cat. This has opened me up to what I want to be a new segment on this podcast. Okay. What is it? Which is, and I apologize in advance, Dana, send us in your Magic the Gathering, am I the asshole questions. Oh, that's very good. Dennis, that's very good. This is this is this is following in the proud tradition, right, of us taking an advi- a, 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 an idea that someone else has done very successfully and mm-hmm. then ripping it off wholeheartedly and, and yeah. making it our own. Yeah. All so right. So this is a subreddit. If you haven't seen it, called "Am I the asshole?" Again, Dana. I'm sorry. This is just been a so sorry, Dana. So am, sorry. I, am I the butt sweet ears? Her sweet sweet ears are being poisoned am, by our filth. Am I the butthead? <laughs> am I am I the butthead? The butthead. All right. Where you submit a situation where you think. You're not sure if you're being a jerk or if mm. you're in the right. So you're like, okay, yeah. hey, look, am, am I the asshole here or is yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So if you've had a discrepancy, Riley and I are going to ascend now. We're not just going to be doling out advice. We're going to yeah. be judge, jury, and executioner. Whoa. We're going to wield this executioner, Riley. I said it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let me make that clear. Not going to cut anyone's head off, mate. No, 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 no. But- I'm happy. Uh, I'm yeah. happy to be Solomon in this. In this yeah, this regard. is this is very good. And you should also go to the subreddit and so it's oh, one the of those. Subreddit's fan- great. It's a great. It's a. It's it's what I call a toilet subreddit because it's one of the ones that I have open in a, in a back tab. Right when I'm whenever whenever I'm needing the services of the poop knife or just beforehand, I like to sit there and scroll through what's what's hot, what's yeah, fresh. So what's an example new. might be like, hey, I love my friend Chandra two years ago. Yeah, and he's, I think he still has it, but like it's rotated out of standard or whatever. Am I the asshole if I ask him to just like pay me for it at mm. this point? Because he got mm. all the mileage out of it and I never actually got to play it. That's yes. an example of a like, question. So, yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. Yeah. If you've got, again, this is, this is what we've been asking for. Queries, question, quandaries. Now we want those quandaries. Quandaries, baby. Moving into the quandary space. And right, speaking yeah. of moving into different spaces, we move on to our favorite segment of the podcast. Let's move on, my friends, to the, I was going to say the power moves and then put the sting in, but that's after the break. So let's cue the music. Here's the music and we'll do it after this. All right, Dennis, here comes, as promised, we are men, we're men of our word, if nothing mm. else. Here comes everyone's favorite segment, the real reason that people tune in. It's time for Power Moves. Moves of the power variety, baby. All right, right, we got a power move here from Stephen Fisher, and I can tell you ahead of time, this one would drive me up the wall. Power move. Do a triple cut, but turn the middle pile around so the sleeves are upside down and any tutoring and their entire deck has sleeves mismatched. So if you divide the deck into thirds, the bottom and top third are facing one direction with the middle third, middle third, middle third facing the opposite direction like some sort of hellish mismatched hamburger. Yeah. I hate this. Oh, and, and of course, if they get you without realizing and you pick up your deck to shuffle oh not even shuffling mate like you like let's say everything goes well 
Yeah. You're not going to notice until eight or nine turns into the game. Yeah, and then you draw a card and all of a sudden it's upside can't down do and it. that's your morning. I can't you do it, Captain. She can't take no more. That is, I mean, this is very good. I, I have to say, wouldn't bother me because I would just pick my, I'd just pick my deck up and, and, and I would actually gain some pleasure in, so, I like things, I like sorting things. I like things to be ordered and neat. So it's like, oh, you've, you've inconvenienced me here, but I, I'll actually enjoy de-inconveniencing no, myself. No, no. Whereas I you're just stare, like. I would stare across the table and say, you have hurt me today. <laughs> <laughs> this is. Oh, Stephen, oh. a great one. You, you abs- Stephen, you absolutely got him. Dislike. You absolutely got Dislike. him. Dislike. Another one comes in from James Rojas here. Ooh. Or it could be just be James Rojas. I'm Rojas, not sure. Yeah. Probably anyway, Rojas, but yeah. James, uh, James has got a power move here. When starting a game, especially of Commander, I can usually look at my opening hand and know for sure what I'm going to do for my first one to three turns. Oh, big brain on James, okay. Well, a lot of the time in Commander, especially this is very true. Like no, you've got of a course, Signet yeah. or you've got a, a, you know, whatever else to, to play. <clears throat> so what I do is this. I order my cards in the way that I'm going to play them and place them in a stack face down. Like the on Grand turn, I draw my card and just flip the top card of my hand off the table and then the next t- card right after, making sure to tap my land for mana after casting my card. This is so, like a magic trick. This is great. It's great. Like, so if you've got like a turn two signet, right? You've got your- t- You've got, your, you've your got Island Mountain signet. Yeah. You got, well, yeah. Even better, like tap land, untap land, signet, yeah. and then lazily you just flip them over onto the battlefield there yeah. like that. <laughs> It's like Very ah, good. here's one I prepared. Uh, here's one I prepared earlier. I love this. This is really good. It shows uh, like disdain for the table, which is very good. You're like, oh, you have to figure out what your players. I don't even need to think about these things. It comes yeah. very. Just I off thought the about it all in advance. You're like, I've yeah. decided my moves, and I'm going to win now. If you make some sort of horrific blunder and have to be like, Ugh, and like awkwardly pick up your hand and undo it, it's a little high risk. You do you do sail a little clo- you do sail a little close to the wind there. But Dennis, do you know the other reason that this is also a premium power move? Why is that? Is because this is happening at the beginning of a game of Commander. Exactly. Right? At, at the, and, and what else happens at the beginning of the game of Commander? That's when the premium snacks have been put oh, out on the table. Wow, you got to get it. Okay, righty. Tier list. What is yeah. your S? Pick what? Pick what is your one S tier item for? EDH game snacks or D and D snacks or whatever. Can I tell? Well, can I tell you a deep dark secret about Riley Knight? What's that? You don't, you don't like I, don't, I really shouldn't because people who listen who play EDH with me and play D and D with me are going to find this out now, and I really shouldn't share this with them, Dennis. This is actually this is actually giving me anxiety sharing this. So I really hope like Adam and Duncan and and Chris and Chris and Ross uh-huh, I, uh-huh. and Larry. I really hope they don't listen to this. For D and D, right? I go mm. to my snack cupboard selection, mm-hmm. and for EDH, I go to my snack cupboards, right? And the thing is, all of my friends, they bring snacks to EDH. And oh, D&D. yeah, of course, yeah. They bring, they, like, I host usually, and they bring snacks. I also bring snacks. But when I go to the snack cupboard, Dennis, I don't get the best snacks out. Riley! I get the second-tier snacks out. What are you saving? What, what are you holding out on? Like, if I've got, like, salt and pepper kettle chips, mm-hmm. I don't bring them out. Not for the riffraff. Those not, are for not, Riley's special no. time. <laughs> Do you know why? Because I want to eat them. Like, they're my you. snacks, and I really like them. And if I bring out, like, the salt oh, no. and pepper kettle chips, I only get to eat, like, a quarter of them because everyone else will get stuck into them, right? Uh, Riley, did Loretta, did Loretta teach you nothing, mate? Oh, you have to share. I know. Your mom would and be I ashamed. Do. I do. I still bring out, like, good tier two snacks. Like, they're still getting good. Like, it's not like I'm bringing out, you know... The the forty p bag of of, of home brand like flat, ready salted uh, original plain chips. No, like they're getting salt and vinegar. They're right? not like, getting. They're not getting. They're not getting. You know, Papa Jones like corn stack crisps. Discs. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, no, no. They're yeah. still getting. You know, they're getting like 
cool original Doritos or, ta- or tasty cheese originals. They're just not getting like, you know, that good chili heat wave. That's all I'm you, saying. I want you to know, and I think I could tell with the apprehension that, <sighs> with, with which you, will you share this information, that you're being selfish. <laughs> I know I'm being selfish, Dennis, but I really like salt and pepper chips and they're hard to find sometimes. I just don't. And the thing is, like, they don't appreciate oh, I feel so guilty now. I they, really they, do They feel don't like appreciate them, Riley. Only you give the salt and no, pepper kettle not, chips the love oh, they deserve. I, feel, I shouldn't I have said this. I shouldn't have said any of this. This is awful. I know I'm a terrible person for doing this. I know I'm hoarding all the good snacks for my. Well, it's not even all the good snacks, just the really good Your ones that I really like. The really. Oh, just the best of the best. You don't want to share those with your friends. No, no, no. Oh, I, I mean, I do snacks. I do share snacks with my friends. Uh-huh, it's just uh-huh, that if uh-huh. I go to the super, okay, if I go to the supermarket and I'm like, right, yep, salt and vinegar, okay, yep, cheese and onion, yep, I'll grab them, okay, salt and pepper, those are for Riley. Those ones are for Riley, right? Riley, I'm going to ask you an honest question here. Go on. Do you think what you're doing is okay? No, I know it's not. I know it's not okay because you should share and share alike. And I know it's a guilty. It's a. It is. It is a guilty, sinful thing that I'm doing. And mm. I do feel, I feel, I now, like, especially talking about it, I do feel ashamed. I do feel ashamed. <laughs> this is the this is the cheapest therapy session you've ever gotten, man. <laughs> I do feel ashamed for what I do, Dennis. But will I change my behavior? Almost certainly not. Mm, mm, I mean, mm. I can't, like, even Tell you public- what, you, you know what makes the gilt go down, a lot, go down a lot easier? A nice What's fistful that? of salt and pepper kettle crisps. I mean, that's it. That's it, mate. I, don't know if, I mean, oh. Okay, I can't defend this behavior. I'm very sorry. And to, you know, Ari, Adam, Larry, Duncan, Chris, Chris, and Ross, if you're listening to this. And the, oh, do you know the other thing, Dennis, is especially Ross, because he brings a, a, a carrier bag full of snacks to the brim every week, and they're good snacks, too. Mate, that's they're Ross's like, prerogative. Like, just because Ross cares about his friends doesn't mean you have to. Oh, like, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. I mean, all right. I'm really... Do you know... Okay, do you know something I don't skip on, though? What's that? The oven food. They get the primo oven the food. The oven food? Ooh. Yeah. Bust, so like, busting out those chicken nugs. They get the they get premium nugs. They get the finest nugs. They get hash brown chips available now from Iceland. So good. If you haven't had hash brown chips, so, so good. They get um they get premium pizzas. I don't buy the trash frozen pizza, mate. They get the premium. What, like, what, what, uh, what brand of frozen pizza are we uh, is it is it Digiorno? No, it's not Digiorno. What is it? Yeah, it is uh, Digiorno. Oh, Dr. Yeah. No, no, Dr. Utka. Utka. Yeah. Dr. Utka. They get Dr. Utka pizzas, mate. They get that good sloppy it's mozzarella. Right, not bad, not bad. But it's it's just from the snack cupboard. Like I look at that and I'm like, no, 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 this no, no. Is those, time. those salt and pepper chips, those 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 crunchy bites. They're for I'll be Riley. seeing I'll be seeing you boys later I'll, in I'll bed. I'll be seeing you boys you later. Whisper to the kettle chips, <laughs> hidden, hidden, like like Gollum curled <laughs> in the corner. No, mine. Yeah. All, all for me, all for me. Anyway, horrifying. All right, James Rojas, this is a premium power move. Great job. Uh, it really was. Anyway, one more one more power move, Dennis. Take us home. Danny Sargent writes in Riley and says, From your podcast, Scrummy River, I was told to go to this website to submit power moves. I oh, think. yeah, I should, I should point out, this one came in, right, from the contact form on halfhousehistory.net. So Danny Sargent listened to this podcast, wanted to submit a power move, and instead of, like, DMing either of us on Twitter, went to halfhousehistory.net and used the Half History contact, contact form, form to send in this power that's, move. That's especially curious, because if you'd gone to halfhousehistory.com, it would have taken him straight to my Twitter <laughs> DMs anyway. <laughs> well... Not for long. Not, Not for, for long. long. They write in and they say, if you, Riley, if you happen to speak to Duncan soon, I sent him a deck list of Wait, the Sweet Sultai mid-range deck. <laughs> he commented that the mana base was atrocious, but if you could let him know that I at least did not put Cryptic Command and Treetop Village in the same deck like the, like an absolute madman. This is great. Danny's using you as the O'Reilly Knight instant messaging service. So instead of, like, 
how many clicks would it have been, I wonder, for him to just like navigate to WhatsApp or Messenger and send Duncan this send message Send Duncan himself? the message. Oh, this is great. This is great. Because now, now I, I can't wait for Duncan to send his reply to you. Well, now, I, we have have to, like, now I have to message Duncan personally and say like, oh, hey, your mate Danny, uh, you know, has got a bone to pick with that cryptic command. And then what? If, no, if no, Dun- no, 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 let, let Duncan do the legwork. Hey, your mate Danny has a bone to pick with you. Go to, you know, how far in are we here? I mean, 36, 36 and a half minutes or whatever into the podcast. Oh, oh, so I'm not, I don't even pass on the message. No, I just no, say, no. hey, you need to tune. Oh, that's good. That's going to get the numbers up. That's by, good. By one, but yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> it still counts, mate. It still counts. Those of you spend real nice. Um, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, so what was it? Yeah, what's the time stamp? Around 35, 36 minutes. All right, well, yeah. uh, hello, hello, future Duncan. I hope you enjoy, <laughs> I hope you enjoy the message that, uh, that Danny and had for we, you. And we eagerly await your reply. And Danny, you, you've power moved Riley through the airwaves. I think that deserves the Mark Boy Power Move of the Week award. Well done. Well done, Danny, the recipient of this week's Mark Boy. An, absolute, an absolutely perplexing one, Dennis, but an absolute, an absolute cracker all the same. Tyrone Phillips writes in Riley, and no disrespect to Tyrone Phillips, but that does sound a little bit like a fake name. <laughs> Tyrone Phillips writes in and says, In regards to discussion on Smar about becoming the villain in Commander, I thoroughly enjoy terrorizing my local commander group with my Rurik Thar, the Unbowed oh, deck. That is a mm. very nasty card. So for those of you who don't know, that's the it's a, a it's a six six with reach and vigilance, must attack each turn. Yep. But the kicker is whenever a player casts a non-creature spell, it does six damage to you. No we, joke. Even in a 40 life format, that adds up real fast. That stings. So Tyron says, I fully believe every commander pod needs somebody dedicated to keeping everyone honest and Rurik is one of the best out there. It forces people to interact or die spinning their wheels. Yeah, you can't just be throwing opts and preordains yep. out no. there with Rurik, no, but no, that's no. true. So my question is, how can I convince one quarter of all commander players to take one for the team and play stacks? <laughs> this is, I mean... I've never wanted to be the villain, right? I've never wanted to be the villain in 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 more or less anything. Like I, I in a game of Commander, I sit down, I was like, all right, let's have some nice interactive fun, everyone, and then you know, may may the best player win. I've got that that nonsense vibe that people it does tilt people a little bit, which I enjoy. I like being the villain. I, I identify with Tyrone big time here. Well, I think we've got to throw this one over to you. That's what I was going to say because yeah. I just I can't. Like, my advice when so you know, how can I convince people of all, one quarter of all Commander players to take one for the team and play and, and be the villains? Play stacks. Don't don't do that. Be nice. Play play fun mm-hmm. decks. Play decks mm-hmm. that everyone's going to enjoy. Tyrone, all right, Dennis. Here's the thing. The it's floor good. is yours, mate. Turn people into this, you know, Darren you, Dastardly type situation. You need to let people know. I don't know how you can do this, and I'm going to try and help you here. But you need people to know that being the villain is fun. And look, it comes to an end. When you're playing Rurik Thar, when you're putting Winter Orbs or whatever into play, yeah, that yeah, kind of yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. you're going to get targeted. But every good story needs a villain and most good stories need the villain to lose and you're playing your part in the first half of the game you have your fun blowing up lands stealing permanents asking people if they paid one for ristics to the yeah, all the, yeah. all those juicy juicy bits but then you do most of the time you need to fall to raise the players up and you understand it's a martyrdom it really is it, like i'm 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 not i'm saying this without a, without a shred of joking Playing a villain now. Look, if you're playing Git Rock Monster and you're absolutely just coming out and killing everybody, that's not fun for anyone. But if you're playing the deck that you know gets you targeted and you know it becomes a villain at the table and you know you end up getting killed early on most of the time, you're making a sacrifice. And I'm not. I'm not joking. You're the real hero out there, Tyrone. You can sleep soundly at night on that pillow knowing that you've done a good service for the commander players of the world by giving them a more memorable experience. And I'm this, not. I'm not kidding about that. This is actually. I mean, you're. 
Man, you're getting in deep here. You're getting in deep. So there's a little quote I want to share with you. This is uh, this is this comes from uh, Justin McElroy, right? So one of the uh, the, the eldest of uh, mm. of all of the um, of all the McElroy brothers. People will be very familiar with them. I mean, we basically ripped off this pod, their podcast, Mabim Bam, and uh, turned it into a magic thing here. But here's here this little quote on his Twitter. <clears throat> he says, "I feel an earnest and humble desire, and shall till I die, to increase the stock of harmless cheerfulness." Yes. Right? And this is something that resonates with me a lot. Like all I want to do is just is just increase the overall stock of human happiness on the earth, right? And this does that. And you've actually showed me how being a mogus playing Rurik Thar slangen horrible nasty Machi- Machiavellian villain Machiavellian yeah. villain actually does that because yeah it feels great when the three other people band together and go, hooray, we, we got rid of the person who was like, you know, had, had the painful quandary on the battlefield. Riley, but, the the cowboy couldn't feel like a hero yeah. if Dastardly Dan didn't tie the damsel to the train tracks to begin with. That, I mean, this is so true. You, I mean, you've you've you have really you, like, again without without a, sh- a shred of irony, you have changed the way I think about these things now. Right now, uh, it's a sweet spot because the, the villain does need to make themselves defeatable. <laughs> because, the, oh, but this is the thing. This, this is what you're saying before about the Gitrog monster. It's no good t- coming off on like right. turn four, turn you, five, and winning and, and taking 15 minutes to do it. This is like, ah, uh, you will never defeat me. You, uh, I have. Uh, will you sacrifice a creature? Uh, uh, like this sort mm-hmm, of thing, right? Mm-hmm. But then, if they all manage to band together and, and beat you. I mean, yeah. Then, I mean, you do have to yeah. kind of sit there for you know 15, no, 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 15 to fifty while, minutes while, until while, they. Uh, while the three of them are playing, you sneak off after the, off to the cupboard. You grab those nice little salt and pepper kettle chips, just tuck <laughs> into them. All right, it's distracted. Just sit there like a gremlin in the. What are you doing? Are you all right? I'm fine. Don't come in. <laughs> Don't look at me. Yeah. Um, all right. Oh. More, almost more importantly than the advice question, Tyrone's asked us for some career advice here, Riley. Well, I just want to. I just want to. Before we move on to that question, Dennis, I want to dial, I'll dial in on the fact that we actually gave real advice yeah. on a real thing for once, and this may prompt a change in behavior from people who listen, who actually want to bite the bullet and try. So, Dennis, can I just say, well done, mate, because that oh, was thanks, mate. that was really something. Anyway, let's get back into the silly nonsense, because, yeah, here's the more much more important side I'm, question. I'm excited for this. Tyrone says, Tyrone Phillips writes in and says, side question, if I become a rapper, should I call myself Phillip? Like, is in Philly tea, like the chicken, or in fact, Philly tea, like Philadelphia cream cheese and iced tea. I have a strong preference between Philip and Philly tea, Riley. So this is Philip spelt P-H-I-L-L-I-T. So yeah, the Phillip, word Philip, but with a T at the with, end. With a T. Or Philly space T. It's definitely Philly tea. It's definitely Philly tea. It's definitely Philly tea. Like there are some really, really dumb rap names out there. Hogman oh, yeah. the Intruder. Is that a real thing? Lil Yachty. Like these are these are not good rap names. Philly T though. Philly T is a classic. Like Philly T sounds like Phil- a rap name. Phil- Philly T is a unsweetened iced tea with a cheesesteak dunked in it. I think is what a Philly <laughs> T is. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to use it as a straw. <laughs> Pour it like yeah, 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 suck it out through the fill. Yeah, the fil- oh, well, well, we, we solved that one. So two pieces of brilliant advice there, Dennis. Yeah, firing on all cylinders here, man. Thanks for listening to another episode of Scry Me River. It's been great to have your company, my friends, brought to you proudly by Channel... Welcome, folks at home, to the podcast within a podcast, Charizard Me River. Dennis, what do you know about Animal Crossing? Uh, What you know about Animal Crossing? What you know about Green Eggs and Ham? Why are you outraged? I'm outraged. Can I tell you why? Why? I have been working tirelessly. Is Nook busting your knees? It's not Nook, mate. 
Nook and I are good. Nook and I are good, right? I've been, I have been busting my ass, right? Trying to make the beautiful township of Bay Biota, right? Mm-hmm. Into the most wonderful, harmonious, and most importantly, aesthetically pleasing town I possibly can. Who's right? terrorizing the town? I think I know who it is. There is a museum on an island. I paid 50,000 bells to move the museum onto the island, right? Mm-hmm. Surrounded by beautiful trees that have just come into blossom. Rare flowers plucked from mystery islands, right? There is a park with a fountain with benches and fences. Premium fences, Dennis. A peach orchard. There's another orchard which has a range of fruits. Benches for you to go and sit on. Beautiful tiled, hand-tiled floors for people to walk on there so they don't get little animal feet to hurt. There's money trees growing out the wazoo. Beautiful lined paved streets. Fences, everything you could hope to have. In a, there's a wilderness area, a pool, waterfalls, everything, right? What is this game? Anyway, go ahead. Dennis, you know how they say never ask a... Uh, that, you, that you should never ask someone about, you know, how much they earn, how much they yeah. weigh, all that stuff. Never ask an Animal Crossing player what they do. <laughs> so what do you actually do is never a question you should ask Animal Crossing yeah, player. Okay, anyway, right, okay. this beautiful island has been set up and I'm so proud of it. And it was only today, literally this morning, before I came to record this podcast with you, Dennis, that we finally unlocked the island evaluation, Right. Oh, <laughs> with Isabel, who previously I wasn't very good terms with. Isabel and I, we were tight. We were getting on very, very well. Anyway, sat down at the desk with Isabel. She said, "Listen, I've gone around. I've surveyed the residents. I've taken a uh, a stock. The task was has taken a stock of of what how the island's looking, and I'm ready to give you an evaluation out of five. I, and and to, to like basically quote unquote beat the game, you have to get five out of five, right, mm-hmm. Dennis." With all of the stuff I've just told you, with all the beautiful things that I've done to this island, what do you reckon the so account was open with? What, like a, that sounds like a four and a half. 4. You reckon I got a four and a half out of yeah. a four and a half out? Dennis, Dennis, mm-hmm. I'm not joking when I say that Isabel had the cheek, Dennis, had the damned cheek to look me in the eye and tell me that I was living on a one star island. Wow, a one star. Island in now, the mate, eyes of ba- this 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 detestable Shih Tzu, we are living on a what? What is going to satisfy this this well, Riley, awful here's the, canine? Here's the thing: Isabel's a bureaucrat. She might be looking for a little brown envelope to grease the wheels here, mate. Is that what she needs? I think so. Is that what she needs? Does she need a little bit of lunch money slid across that table in residence services? That one turns into a three or four or five pretty quick with a couple of bells under the table, mate. That I mean, just if I look, if if that's what I got to do, if that's what it takes, if that's what it takes to get KK KK slider to my island, that's what I'm going to do, mate. No, no price is too high, All right? Well, well I'm, um, hopefully, I mean, hopefully you have fun managing what is apparently your slum of an island. All right, mate. All right, that's that. You're throwing a lot. You're throwing a lot of lot of words here, mate. I'll, I'll caution you. Get the game. You should, but you know, you're trying to get me to play League of Legends. You've yeah. got to switch. Go and buy Animal Crossing. You can come and visit my island. Uh, your one star island no thanks mate all the, all the salt and pepper chips hidden away yeah isabel, isabel gave it a very unfavorable review in this episode of games i don't understand monthly i don't know dude 
I'm really unhappy about it. This this saga will continue. I will be back next week, and I tell you what, if it's if I'm not up to three, four stars, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to throw the switch out the window. They'll be held to pay. Thank you all for joining us in this episode of Scramble River, and indeed this episode of Charizard Me River. As always, brought to you semi-reluctantly, presumably, by the fine folks over at ChowFireWall.com. Please go do buy some cards. Please go do buy list some cards. Please pick up some store credit. Please sign up for Magic Fest online, and please keep on listening to our podcast. Do keep sending in those questions, queries, and quandaries, uh, especially quandaries. We're looking for the uh, we're going to we're going to kick off this "Am I the asshole?" Uh, segment. So, if you're wondering, if you've got an MTG related quandary like that, uh, do get in touch and, and we'll sort you out. But that's it, Dennis. It's been a lot of fun. We got to wrap it up, mate. I'd ask you to tell me my disk space only has enough left for 678 hours of recording time. So we, we got to cut it. We, we, we got to cut. We got to cut. We got to cut it short. All right, my friends. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next week for more Scrimy River. Take care of yourselves. <laughs>